Today's episode of the Doctor's Companion is brought to you by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Hello, and welcome to the Doctor's Companion. Now, what's wrong? I don't... <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> welcome to the shortest ever episode of the Doctor's I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> and I'm Matt Smith, but not that Matt Smith. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why we're laughing. I'll uh, tell you why in about three minutes. I'll tell you why. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we're from MindRobber.net, um, the home site of MindRobber Productions, where we talk about all of the things, and well, or just laugh on podcasts <laughs> <laughs> like this one, uh, where we talk about Doctor Who, and then our other podcast, The Mind Robbers, where we talk about everything else. If you like our shows, you should review them on iTunes or wherever. Your blog, maybe? I don't know. Do people do that? Are there podcast reviewing blogs? Probably. (laughs) I Uh, don't doubt it. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or any other sort of cool thing you might feel like sharing, you can email them to us at podcast at mindrobber.net. We might read them on the show. And if you want to start a discussion, you can add it to the comments so everyone can know what you're thinking. Matt, uh, this episode has some background and significance. We're talking about the Ice Warriors, by the way. Yeah, we're talking about the Ice Warriors, which is a story from Patrick Trout in the second season as the Doctor. Um, it's 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 like right smack in the middle of like what is fondly called the Monster Season, which features the Abominable or the Yeti, I suppose. Two Yeti stories, uh, two Cybermen stories, an Ice Warrior story, and um. Well, I guess that's it. Um, oh, and a story in which <laughs> Patrick Troughton plays the bad guy. Um, what? But the Ice Warriors, it's written by Brian Hales, who previously had written a couple of stories, including the atrocious story called The Celestial Toymaker, which is four episodes and boring as nothing else. Um, oh, like so a, he can do that more than once. Yeah. That's yeah. And The Smugglers, which is actually not bad. It's 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 enjoyable uh he also wrote the ice warriors this story and he went on to bring back the ice warriors in the next season which <laughs> at the time i also thought was boring um but i don't know maybe i'll like it more because i'm rewatching it in a couple months uh he, he's also interesting because this is the same guy who did curse of peladin um hmm. so <laughs> tells you what he needs to do to get something right oh and he did monster peladin Palad- the original peladin sequel which was six parts and boring as n- as nothing else oh, okay <laughs> So, so he so got lucky once. He got really lucky one time. Um, uh, it's directed by Derek Martinus, who uh, directed a couple of stories. One is Galaxy 4, uh, which might sound familiar because they found it just a couple months back. One episode. 
uh, they found. He also did the Tenth Planet, which was the final uh, Hartnell story, Evil of the Daleks, which we're talking about in a couple weeks, and uh, Spearhead from Space. Um, so, so he's a decent director mm-hmm. uh, when he's given good material. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> but here's the thing. <laughs> The Ice Warriors comes in the middle of a season where Patrick Troughton, his era is great. I really like the Troughton era. I think it's a great sort of sci-fi 60s era of fun excitement. But the problem is, and this is why this story isn't good, um, Troughton's era is completely obsessed with this story cycle, or not cycle, but type called The Base Under Siege, which is basically the Doctor lands at a place just as an evil menace is attacking the place, and then he has to team up with the usually humans to uh, defend it from the evil alien monsters. Mm-hmm. And the Ice Warriors is basically that. Yep. Um, <laughs> nothing special about it. Nothing amazing. <laughs> it's just there's some Ice Warriors and they attack a base. That's basically the whole story. And that's the background and significance of Which this. Which leads us to where we would normally talk about the uh, the uh, the episode, the story. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, before we do that, I want to remind everybody that today's episode is brought to you by InStockTrades.com. This month at InStockTrades.com, you can purchase our book of the month, Echo, the complete edition by Terry Moore which is available for only $27.99, which is 30% off the suggested retail price of $39.99. That's 600 pages for less than 30 bucks. So go to InStock Trades and buy it. And remember, all orders over $50 get free shipping. So thanks to InStockTrades.com. So being that the Ice Warriors really doesn't have anything going on... um, It's literally, it's six episodes of Creature Shows Up. Threaten, threaten. Threaten, threaten. There's more creatures. Threaten, threaten. Kidnap, threaten, threaten. And then it's over. (laughs) Um, Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so we're not going to take this beat for beat because, (laughs) wow, would that be a boring podcast. Um, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) I would fall asleep. Um, well, here's here's the first problem. I think what this story does that really hurts it um, is the version that is that exists, and I'll say no more than just that it exists. The version that exists out there is composed of uh, four episodes that exist and two episodes that don't. This is one of those missing stories. Uh, so episodes two and three are missing from the archive. So this this story doesn't have two episodes. What they did for the VHS release of this story is because they were only missing two episodes, rather than do a traditional reconstruction like we're used to, they basically just took extant material from <laughs> the two episodes, cut out all of the padding and filler, and slammed it into a 15-minute sequence. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, like I was fine with it for the first part, when that happened, I literally lost all interest in the story. Yep. It was, and it really just... Oh my it god, killed. it killed it. Yeah, Completely because it was literally... It. Yeah, I might as well have just read the article on, uh, like, just Wikipedia. Because it just, by removing all of the cool things about the story, like character moments, because there are character moments that are in there that are just completely removed uh, because they had to fill time. 
and because they don't function to move the narrative along, they just completely remove it. And you don't get it because of that. I checked out, and it wasn't li- it wasn't until about the beginning of part six that I actually started getting interested in the story again because I just I didn't care. Um, and <laughs> and that's I don't know that's the thing where it's like you need to you need to tell your story the way it needs to be told, and because Doctor Who is such a different thing, when you try to make these stories for an audience for which they weren't intended, the story becomes less than what it originally was and we'll talk about a huge mistake just such a huge mistake Uh, (sighs) so so, for those of you who are not familiar with the ice warriors they're from mars awesome uh they also suffer from a bad case of the whispering (laughs) it's an epidemic they don't speak they whisper everything and hiss. And hiss. Hiss and whisper. That's what they do. Um, they kind of they kind of sound like uh they they they, they sound very much actually like uh the snake speak in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. They do. That's about right. That's they about do. right. Um they're scaly with robot hands. I don't think they're robot hands so much as Lego hands. Well, yeah, they're Lego hands. You're right. They're <laughs> scaly with Lego hands and a helmet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're with a pimp bizarre and design. Yeah, it's weird. Um, it works better here than it does in the color Pertwee stories because it it's just kind of... It, they look a lot more menacing in black and white, but ugh, they need a redesign. Uh, Especially because I really don't want them to come back. Is that bad? No. Then again, like my idea of the Ice Warriors, when I heard that there were these things called Ice Warriors, like I didn't see a design of them. Um, And I was just like, Lizard Warriors from Mars, sign me up for that. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I got an image in my head of what they looked like. And when I saw them, I was like, oh, that's that's not what I thought it would be. (laughs) Uh, And to the point where, like, when the Silurians showed up, in the season five of uh, the new series, uh, in that Matt Smith two-parter in his first season, I was like, oh, well, that's what they should have made the Ice Warriors look like. Hmm. And so I'm like, I'm like, well, now what are they going to do about it? So I'm, I'm a little concerned. For those of you who are not in the know, there is a rumor that they're bringing back the Ice Warriors and Gatiss is doing it, which is fine, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. They're <laughs> not super interesting they're not no and they're defeated here's the thing the ice warriors appear four times each time they're written by the same writer that writer can write any weakness into the ice warriors he wants anytime he brings them in their weakness every time is heat you make it hot ice warriors cannot function and then you just take them out that's what they get for calling themselves the ice warriors But yeah, I don't know why they were on Earth. I don't... I mean, I don't remember. Like, I watched this story not two hours ago, and I don't remember just about anything that happened, because the whole thing is literally just people arguing and (laughs) saying, what should we do? Should we turn on the ionizer? Should we not turn on the ionizer? And it's just like, oh my god, just turn on the goddamn ionizer. Uh. 
you're gonna be okay. And you know what kills me is like I seriously was on board in that first part. Yeah, the first episode is really good. Yeah, it's a strong first part. Ugh. And then it's just like there's a part where Jamie gets attacked by a bear. I don't know why. He just gets attacked by a bear. Why not? <laughs> he's almost paralyzed. That happens. <laughs> yeah, but he's okay. Yeah, he's, he's okay. Honestly, I think it's a good showing for Victoria, though. Like, as a story. Um, I love Victoria. She's great. That's the only thing that... Victoria Waterfield is the only thing that makes this worthwhile. <laughs> Especially the part where she basically just wails and moans while the doctor talks to her. So that the <laughs> Ice Warriors don't hear. <laughs> because it's like it's like part of the complaints against Victoria is that she's the screaming nitwit that you know just screams and doesn't do anything and and um <clears throat> and so <laughs> by making them just be like no she screams and the ice warriors don't pay attention to her because all she does is scream and the doctor uses that to his advantage kind of brilliant <laughs> kind of brilliant yep but it's uh i mean i don't i mean Troughton's fine in this like he's about as good as he always is but He's never not good though. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like but like this is one of those things where it's like um I was reading something that Philip Sandifer over at Tardis Rude Torment. I know I mentioned him a lot, I'm sorry, he's really influential to me. Um he talks about how uh there's Troughton camps who literally c- consider the best Troughton stories to be the base under siege stories. I'm like, why? They're all the same story. Like, you're basically getting the same story every time. I just watched Web of Fear, which is the Yeti and the Underground story. Mm-hmm. It's basically the same story as this. Like, <laughs> and it's and it's done way better. <laughs> and, like, part of the thing is, like, I used to really like the Troughton era. I still do. It's got some great, great stories. But <laughs> the problem is, I saw all of the really cool stories early on. Uh, mind, the Mind Robber and... Um, uh, the war games and the invasion all really early. And then I saved all the base under siege stories. So now whenever I watch a base under siege story, I'm like, uh, here we go again. <laughs> there are so many of them. Seriously. There's this story and the abominable snowmen are basically the same idea. <laughs> there's, there's a base people attack moon base is the same way. Um, I don't remember what else, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the dominators, Screw that story. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, not it. It's not. It's not interesting. It's just It's just dull. Um, it's just really dull. And I don't have a lot to say about it. No. There's nothing yeah. to say. Like, there wasn't even anything fun in this. Yeah, no. Not no. Really. No. <laughs> I can't. I can't even remember what happened. I really can't. It's like... It's like a cliffhanger where the the, the ice warriors are like, you have ten se- the, to the doctor, you have ten seconds to tell us everything you know, or we're going to suck all the air out of where you are. And they count down, and that's their cliffhanger. And they come back, and the doctor's like, all right, I'll tell you. That's literally... That's a thing that happens in this. And it's uh, like, okay. <laughs> it's kind of I was like, I, literally, that happened. I was like, I just said out loud. I was like, really? <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's that's how they solve that, huh? Yeah, and then they spend, and then, you know, Trotton spends the next episode just hanging out in their spaceship, just kind of waiting. Uh-huh. Uh, and then 
He spends a half an episode in the in there, still kind of waiting, and then uh, and then tells Victoria to go sit in the, in the TARDIS off screen. <laughs> and then he just kind of leaves. Like yep. after it's all said and done, he just leaves. You don't even get to see him going bye 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 bye. He just goes. Yep. And it's like it's like <laughs> the Doctor was smarter than me again. Um, so that happened. Oh um, man. Yeah, not not great. Yeah, so we Super. we that's about all we have to say about that. <laughs> ten minutes, ten minutes. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's sad when you can die like like concentrate a story into ten minutes and pretty much get the same thing out of it. Pretty much, I mean. <laughs> You could argue, like, I know that Robert Sherman at one point argued that this story is about the evils of technology and Luddites versus technology, like, you know, people who are anti-technology because they're afraid of it. Um, and I'm just like, I can't even be bothered to read into that because I just... It's so boring. It really is. Yeah. It really is. All right. Well, you've got something else to talk about before we do that. Uh, we're brought to you by DCBService.com. This the earliest we've ever gotten to the second Is the site that lets you order all your monthly comic book statues, action figures, anything you can get from your local comic book shop, you can get from DCBService.com. You place your orders three months in advance with monthly discount specials up to 75% off and regular discounts of 40% off. Ship as often as you like with orders as large or small as you like. And you only pay $6.25 in flat rate shipping. So thanks to DCBService.com. Uh, Matt, what was the thing that you had to talk about? Yeah, the thing I just wanted to bring up really quickly, because I knew we were running in short, and I just, within the past week or so, uh, went out and listened to some cool things. I recently have been diving back into Big Finish. Um, Big Finish, for those not in the know... <laughs> And really, who's listening at this point? Um, Big Finish is, a, is an audio production company that does Doctor Who uh, stories with the original cast. Uh, it's kind of awesome. They do Colin Baker and stuff. Uh, I only mention that because last year, Big Finish had something of an off year in my perspective. I didn't think it was super great. Um, and then they bounced back this year and did... Uh, so far, they've done three stories uh, aside from a whole mess of Tom Baker stuff that's coming out. Um, where they start every year, they do a trilogy of each doctor that they ha- that they can do a trilogy for. So they bring in Peter Davison, and he does three stories that are all kind of linked, and then Colin Baker does three that are kind of linked, and Sylvester McCoy does three that are kind of linked. And it's always something to look forward to because I'm always wondering who's going to write it, who the companions are going to be. And last year, about this time, they announced that Colin Baker was going to be compa- was going to be teamed with a new companion because they can't really do Evelyn stories anymore. Um, no. And no, it's over. Um, it so, didn't stop them from trying, of course. But oh, they tried, and it did not go great. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was not great. Um, so they brought in a new companion who made it, who was basically like a like a pseudo companion in one of the Evelyn stories last year. Uh, and her name is Philippa Jackson. She's played by Lisa Greenwood and they said and she her nickname's Flip. And they said uh, we're just bringing this character in, and the thing, the great thing about Big Finish is that they don't care. They'll just do something because it sounds like fun or sounds like cool. So they brought in this new companion, Flip, and every time that it 
uh, a doctor gets a new companion, more often than not, it's a good thing. And I'm here to tell you, if you ever want to go watch or listen to a gr- – not watch, but listen to a great Colin Baker story with a great new companion, go find the two that just came out so far. I haven't heard the third one uh, but I'm listening to it this week. But go find uh, Curse of Davros, which is written by Jonathan Morris, and The Fourth Wall, which is written by John Dorney. They just came out, and they are fantastic. They are so good. Uh, Curse Curse of Davros is like Davros and the Daleks hanging out in, Napole- in the Napoleonic era, uh, specifically at the Battle of Waterloo. <laughs> Which is awesome, but there's so, there's a big whole thing going into that story that I don't want to spoil because it's one of the best cliffhangers I've heard in a while, um, uh, and it's a great sort of twist that they do. So, and that's like Flip's introduction as a companion. She showed up before that, but you don't have to listen to it. Um, if you want to listen to Colin Baker be a genius in ways that you didn't realize he could be. Go find uh, that story. Also, Terry Malloy as Davros really did a great job. Uh, really, really awesome. So if you haven't listened to it, get that. Um, but really, the other one that I'm... Uh, I really want... <laughs> more than I want... Scott, I know you're going to do these. But the one that I'm really excited for you to listen to is The Fourth Wall, uh, which is written by John Dorney, who's a big Finnish staple. He's one of the big writers. And... I, I don't want to spoil anything about it. I'll just say that it's called The Fourth Wall for a reason, and it's awesome. And it is so delightful and wonderful and nonstop fun. I laughed so hard in certain parts of this story because I just couldn't handle how funny it was. Uh, wow. Well, the humor the humor is, is out of this world, especially because like it plays a lot with the conceit and it really just milks the conceit for all it's worth. Uh, but one of the, one of the aliens in it, he, John Dorney creates these characters called the portions who are basically inept pig species who try to conquer every planet that they can come across. And they always do something that goes horribly wrong. (laughs) That makes it so that they don't get to conquer the planet. Like, you know, they don't, they, they, they're, they're gun misfires or, uh, you know, they get sucked into a black hole as they jump out of hyperspace. Like, you know, really stupid things. Like, just really foolish things. And it's hilarious watching them play into this story that's based on uh, imagination. And I just... There were parts of it... Like, I was doing the dishes, because I listen to these while I do the dishes, because I don't have a dishwasher, and I'm still angry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so angry. Um and I mean, cause Xander was there kind of drying dishes and I was just listening to it cause I'd been working at it for a while. And there was literally a line in it where one of the portions turned to the other portion and says something. And I just burst out laughing cause I could not handle how funny it was. It was amazing. Um, but more than that, it's just a great adventure and it's a great story. And I don't, I, there's something that I want to say, but I know that it, it'll, skirt the line too much because it's it's like a movie that we both enjoy um and more than that i don't want to say when but scott when you listen to it you'll know what movie i'm talking about uh because it's better than that movie um so go find it go listen to it if you like fun if you like good things if you like the things that i enjoy you'll love the fourth wall 
uh, and Curse of Davros. So check those out. Um, I want to listen. Yeah. No, you're going to. It's oh, it's so much fun. It's so it's so much fun. You're gonna you're you'll like the Curse of Davros. Fine. It's a great story, but fourth wall is gonna blow your face off at the end. Like just by the time you hit the middle of part two, you're gonna be like, oh, this is hilarious, and then it just keeps going and does not stop until it's over um oh, so you'll yeah. like it yeah so if if you're if you're listening you haven't done big finish uh do that also um they did they're doing fourth doctor stories but i'm behind on those uh i only listened to destination nerva which i thought was okay um so but if you're interested in tom baker doing the doctor then do that but there's also tons of other cool things coming this year like um uh, Peter Davison's getting a trilogy with Nissa Teigen and Turlo, and one of those stories is the uh, Talons of Wang Chiang prequel-sequel, uh, because it's both prequel and sequel, and it's whew, it's going to be good. I just know it. I know it's going to be so good. So, for those keeping along a track at home, this year, big finish. If you want to jump on, it's a good year to jump on, because <laughs> uh, it's got all sorts. They've got so much good stuff coming. Uh, and I can't wait. That's exciting. So, totally. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Well, next week we'll have a lot more to say about uh, Rise of the Cybermen, Age of Steel. Mm-hmm. Or or not? No, 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 you will. Okay. The story that was very loosely based on spare parts. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at um if you look at the end credits for Rise of Cybermen Age of Steel, there's a there's a thing where it's uh, like there's a credit that where it says um original idea by Mark Platt. Oh. Because yeah, because Russell T Davies had done Jubilee was Dalek and then he d- he did the same sort of thing for Rise of Cybermen where it's very loosely based on uh spare parts. Interesting. Yeah. I loved spare parts. So great. If you haven't... Oh, guys, go find Spare Parts and listen to that one, because it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's it's like the origin story of the Cybermen. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, good stuff. So, yeah, next week, uh, David Tennant and some more goodness. Some Cybermen-y things. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. More Cybermen. I don't know. I really, I really like that story, but... I'm, I'm weird. I don't um, remember liking it, so it'll be interesting to revisit. How many times have you seen it? Just the once? Uh, I think I've seen it twice. Okay. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Normally, know. these things play really well when we watch them out of order, I find. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So, so weird. So that's really interesting. Um, also, on the horizon, uh, after Rise of Cybermen... Uh, we're going to be doing The Keys of Baroness, which is a first Doctor story. <laughs> oh, that's a crazy one. Uh, it's one of the two non-Dalek stories written by Terry Nation. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so we're going back into some first Doctor madness. Um, it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, but in oh, a good way. Oh, no. Oh, it's going to be fun. Um, it's like super early Doctor Who, too. Anyway, so uh, Keys of Marinus coming up in two weeks. And then we're going to do The Time Monster, which is a John Pertwee story. And then Robot, which is the uh, the Tom Baker inaugural story. Uh, and then Greatest Show in the Galaxy, uh, which won't be out on DVD by the time we talk about it, which is very upsetting. Um, it won't? 
No, it's not. It's scheduled for the back half of this of the year. Back half of the year. Yeah. That's not true. No, it's absolutely true. I looked it up yesterday. It comes out in April. No. I'm looking at the pre-order for it right now. Really? Yep. Weird. Well, then, everyone go buy Greatest Show because it's a good story. <laughs> go go find it. Go buy it because it's really great. It's the Doctor and Ace, um, Seventh Doctor and Ace inv- investigating a, uh, a haunted carnival, um, a haunted circus, actually. Um, with clowns and shit. It's crazy. Um, and then, uh, just to show you where we're going, because I don't care, uh, <laughs> you know, because it's so locked down. I tried. When I saw that, I thought, because I thought that Greatest Show wasn't coming out, I was like, okay, well, Greatest Show, maybe I push it to the back half of the year. And then I was like, you can't touch this because everything is thrown off. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so uh, we're going to do, after that, we're going to do Voyage of the Damned, which is that one Christmas special from David Tennant. And then we're doing Patrick Troughton in a great story, Evil of the Daleks, which is one of his two Dalek stories. And then our hundredth story is going to be The Three Doctors, which just came out on DVD on a re-release. And if you haven't gotten it, it is wonderful. Mm. Um, it is, It is wonderful. So... Enjoy that. Uh, you know what? I'm I mixed up uh, Greatest Show with Carnival of Monsters, <laughs> which, to be fair, isn't a stretch. No, no, it's not. They're very similar in terms of title. Yes. No, Carnival of Monsters, though that is a great story. Well, that is that is wonderful. That's the um, one I'm saving. Yeah, you gotta. Oh, you gotta save that one. That's, that one. That's, that one's. That's gonna be my last Pertwee. It's so worth it. Um, uh, but yeah, greatest show. It'll be good. It's good. It's a good story. Anyways, that takes us all the way to episode 100. And after 100, we'll be doing some more stuff because God knows this show isn't ending anytime soon. It's true. <laughs> That's what we said every week. Um, anyways. That's all I've got. That's all I've got. Uh, well, where can people find you on these internet things that people uh, are always talking about? <laughs> on my internet node? Yeah. Um, you can find me twitter.com slash gungadin. Also, my alternate Twitter account, twitter.com slash commentary, which I'll just use every so often to comment on what I'm watching. <laughs> I know. I love when you'll just <laughs> randomly, like, just pop in with a comment about something <laughs> random. Yeah, it's been smashed lately because, God, that show is wah. Uh, oh, really? I mean, I want to like that show way more than it is than I do. And it's gotten, in some ways it's gotten better, but in other ways it's gotten worse. And it's like, first of all, Megan Hilty, stop being a bitch. Um, <laughs> I love you, but your character is a bitch. Um, uh, and other things. Um, I don't. I don't know. I'm waiting. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write out the season, and it's probably gonna get a second season because it's doing really well at NBC. But um, yeah. Every so often, I'll just spike spike in with a comment about what I'm watching. Usually, it's not spoilery at all. It's just like random thought on my brain. Um, so follow that Sunday track coming back very soon. I'm sure. Maybe I don't know. Uh, which I have to talk to you about that because there's something I want to do with it to get us back in the swing of things. Anyways, uh, also my blog, classicalgallifrey.blogspot.com, where I talk about Classic Who. Uh, this month is uh, anniversary month. 
<laughs> we're still in it. Um, and so this week I talked about the massacre, which if you haven't seen it is so good. It's ridiculous how good that story is. Uh, and then next week I'm talking about revelation of the Daleks, which is a very, uh, that's going to be an interesting discussion. I'll just say that right now. Uh, because I don't know if I like that story or not. I either love it or I hate it. I'm not sure. We'll find out. Um, and all sorts of good things, especially coming up. There's there's like t- three stories coming up within the next the next three stories that we're talking about are things that I'm legitimately excited about. So that's always that's always good, Scott. Uh, Twitter.com/slash/scottcommentary uh, and <laughs> Scott Corelli. One of those is more important than the other. <laughs> well, I just figured I'd switch it up. <gasps> oh, switch it up. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's those things, and then, uh, there's our other podcast, The Mind Robbers. It's good. Um. Oh, it's great. It Coward is. Saga is basically what that show's gonna be about when it comes out next. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I want to gush about it right now. Um. Nope, 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 we're waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, anyway... Go listen to that. Also, if you follow us on Twitter and you listen to this podcast and you don't listen to The Mind Robbers, which I don't really know why you would do that, but if you do, if that's a thing that you have done with your life. <laughs> we need to talk about your choices. <laughs> we need to talk. This is an intervention. Um, <laughs> no, you may have noticed that uh, we've been hashtagging something called Secret Project for a while. Well, we revealed what that secret project was, uh, and it's a web series called Temporal Residence that we wrote together and I'm directing, and uh, and I've actually directed the first episode of, the pilot, not the first episode, the pilot, um, and uh, which I know a lot of you are probably like, uh, what's the difference? There's a difference. Um, <laughs> oh, believe me, there's a difference. <laughs> oh, believe me, there's a difference. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I directed the pilot, and uh, we talk about that in the last episode, episode nine of The Mind Robbers, uh, piloting a bottle rocket. Um, so go check that out and listen to us talk about our web series that we made. Yes, yes. That's a thing that's actually past tense now. Yeah. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> So anyway, there you go. And uh, those are the things that I'm doing. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And and that usually me saying that's it is a joke in this context. No. No. It's no. Not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Anyways. All uh, right. Well, guys, I think we'll see you next week. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.